This is the Pilot Point Bearcat pregame show, brought to you by Homeland Roofing on PilotPointBearcats.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Menard, with John Little and Chris Nordman. We are back. This is the Pilot Point Bearcat pregame show, and this year we are brought to you by Homeland Roofing. We're excited to be back for our third season of the Pilot Point Bearcat football, and as always, I'm joined by the Minister of 90s Bearcat football, John Little. What's up, John? Hey, Ryan. It's good to see you, buddy. A.K.A. Big 5-0, A.K.A. State Champ, A.K.A. Rhett's Dad. We'll be referred to that quite often in the future and and beyond. Uh, man, it's good to be with you, and I'm glad uh, my buddies over at Homeland Roofing are sponsoring us, and once again, we're here for our third season, so let's get after it. Yeah, we had to call in the closer to secure that uh, sponsorship opportunity, so thanks, John. The pregame show will be a little different this season. We'll leave, we will leave last week's recap to Chance and Coach Mark to Marsh with Bearcat Insider, and we will be adding to our crew for the pregame show here. Some of you might know him as the son of the male lady or the man who allegedly toilet papered Shannon Stevens' house. The one, the only, Chris Norman. Ryan, thanks for that lovely introduction there. I, I wonder if there's a statute of limitations on toilet paper in people's houses. I'm never going to admit to doing that. I, don't, I think last year he made it having a camera and catching me, but we're, we'll talk about that later. Uh, you know, I'm glad you're welcoming me to the team this year. Uh, when I first heard about you and John doing this three years ago, I got excited. I, you know, I knew, I've known you for several years, Ryan, since you're playing for the Bearcats together. Uh, I, I knew you'd be a great, great play-by-play because your ability to tell a story, and even if someone's heard the story before, it's almost like you like talking to yourself. Uh, you know, John also, he, he's one of my uncles. He was still, to, still to be determined if he's a favorite, but he did get off to a good start, taking me to my first college football game. Uh, you know, John's always had great abilities being a color commentator. I remember his uh, yearly com- color commentating on his adventures to Grandma's bathroom after Thanksgiving lunch. <laughs> uh, you know, a little about me. I'm currently living in Keller uh, with my beautiful wife, Jackie. I grew up in Pilot Point. I lived there for roughly about 20 years. I, mean, I played for the Bearcats at start left tackle, uh, number 77 on the semi-final team in 2008. Um, most of my family does still live in Pilot Point. Yes, my mother is that lady flying around in her metal vehicle in Pilot Point. So that's a little about me, Ryan. Well, you know, right before we got the show started and I was talking with uh, Chance and uh, Travis about doing the uh, play-by-play, they're like, you can have a partner or not. If uh, You can have a partner if you want. You don't have to. I kind of thought about how hard it would probably be without a partner. So they mentioned John, and uh, you were his. You told me that he was, you know, either you told me he was your uncle or he told me you were his nephew. Um, but kind of all this time, you've been besides Bearcat football. John and I have been kind of linked with our relationship with you, and now you know. Last season, we brought you on the actual broadcast to help us with stats, and uh, we got to you got to be like the punching bag for us. Um, we talked in depth this off season. We're still not giving you a mic on Friday nights. Um, but we decided we'd give you, we decided we'd give you a little bit of a chance to defend yourself tonight, or on, on the pregame show. So, with all that being said, let's get a quick ad from our new sponsor and get into the show. 
Homeland Roofing LLC has been serving the DFW area since 2014 and is a proud sponsor of Bearcats football. Homeland Roofing is a full-service contractor who specializes in storm restoration and provides end-to-end service for all insurance claims. If you've had storm damage, you've filed a claim but have questions about that next step, or you'd like a complimentary inspection, call Homeland Roofing at 469-343-3536. 469-343-3536 or find us on Facebook, Homeland Roofing, Texas. So, topic one on uh, this week's pregame show. Over the offseason, Coach David decided to step away from being the head coach of the Bearcats. He's still the athletic director there this season um, as he's teaching uh, Coach Peacock kind of the administrative side and the back end stuff of being a football coach. But the reins of the football team have been handed over to Kyle Peacock. So um, I think where we're going to start with this season's first pregame show has to be with what y'all's impressions of Coach Peacock are. So, uh, John, we'll start with you. What are your impressions from what you've personally seen on the field and what you know of Kyle Peacock? Yeah, Ryan, uh, everything I've seen and heard about the guys, that uh, he's a, the hardest-working guy in the room. He, he's, he's there before at the field house before everybody, and he leaves after. Uh, so it's, his work ethic is second to none, and uh, I believe he's going to set a great example. Um, started from the top down, and he obviously bleeds orange and black. He uh, grew up a Bearcat. I know he, he played a season with uh, Coach Marsh. Um, I know he went to at least points. Uh, he's a successful Bearcat, um, and he's a, he's got great family values, and I think that uh, he's he's going to be a good fit as as PowerPoint uh, keeps on growing. He's going to you know do his best to keep the values and traditions intact that uh, have been at Pilot Point uh, you know forever in regards to football for sure. Before we get to me, let's let's go to Nordy and uh, see what Nordy's impressions of Coach Peacock are. Yeah, my my thoughts are kind of the same along with John. Uh, I love that he's coming from Pilot Point. He played there. He's, his family's from there. He's a big family guy. From listening to the the show with Chance and Chance and Travis, I love hearing that stuff. Um, he did get around a little bit, coaching some bigger schools, some five A stuff. Come bringing some of that back to Pilot Point should be interesting to see what they do. Uh, they had a good year last year with the offense coordinator. So I'm excited to see what he can do, bring in some of the old school pilot point mentality, bring in some new stuff from venturing out of some other schools. So I'm excited to see what, what he can do. Yeah, I like a couple of y'all's, uh, your point, Nordy, on the, he kind of got around, so he went to some bigger schools. He saw what was out there. He got some of that bigger experience. He talks about it on uh, one of the Bearcat Insider Insider podcasts where he's an offensive coordinator at a 5A school but ultimately wanted to come back home, which I thought was a neat sentiment from him. Um, John also mentions leads by example. Um, my experience with Kyle, so I grew up, Cody, his youngest brother, was a year younger than me, which meant um, Cody and I grew up basically playing sports together from the time I moved to Pilot Point all the way through the time I graduated. And for a good portion of that time while I was in a, you know intermediate school, middle school, before I got into high school, Kyle was doing some college things. He wasn't coaching full-time yet. So because he knew he wanted to be a coach as a profession, uh, he would actually help Curtis and, and a lot of times be the head coach of some of the uh, the Pee Wee baseball teams. So while he wasn't always my coach, because Cody and I didn't always play on the same team, um, I got to see him and how he would lead other teams. And he was always kind of a 
a quiet confidence type of guy where he was reserved, um, but he kind of always showed strength and confidence. I love the message that he's preaching to the kids about, you know, he, he says this phrase a lot, you don't know what you don't know. And the only way to really learn is experience. But as long as you're out there going full blast 100%, 100% of the time, you'll eventually learn a lot of those things that you don't know. But on top of my experience with him coaching like teams I was playing against, he always respected um, his opponents as much as he respected his team, which I thought said a lot about, a lot about him. He showed a lot of respect to all of the uh, competitors out there, along with the uh, – Peewee Baseball, he did some off-season programs out in Little Elm. And I remember my eighth grade year, I actually would go to Little Elm with him. He would pick me up every morning. Um, it'd be me, him, Jarrell Johnson, and Cody. And we would go to Little Elm, and we did a middle school kind of summer strength and conditioning program out there. And that ultimately is how I ended up buying my first truck. His truck at the time was a 1999 Ford F-150. It was lifted. It was a uh, stick shift. It had a cool grill on the front, and it had two 12-inch giant subwoofers in the back. And, man, I was in love with that truck and told him I was going to buy that truck one day. And he basically just said, when you're ready, call me, and I'll sell it to you. So, like I said, uh, I have a lot of experience when I was a young kid going up through intermediate school and middle school with him. Got to see a lot of what he was about then when he was doing it for no money. Nothing other than building skills and doing it because he loved doing it. So I think the Bearcats have an excellent leader running their um, running their football program. Uh, now to topic two, talk about players to watch for the Bearcats season. So a um, bunch of different players we can point at. There's been some kids that are returning on varsity, multi-year starters. There are new kids on the squad this year. So uh, we've all picked one player at least one player that we want to kind of cover on who the players to watch for the Bearcats are this year. And um, let's start with, with John again. Well, uh, if I only get one, I guess I'm going to go with the, the cover boy, the, the Maverick Top Gun, White, White Smith. So he's, uh, you know, in his second year now at, at quarterback, and he's a senior. Um, he had a, had a real fine first year at the helm last year. And he's looking to, to build upon that. And I, and I think, uh, you know, the, the, the depth, the lack of depth maybe this year is going to force him to probably play some on defense as well. Uh, but uh, I'm kind of concerned about that. I like, to, I, like to, I like to see him just only play quarterback, keep him, uh, keep him healthy for the entire year. We've got a good set of uh, receivers, even though uh, Aiden Cox graduated. We still got uh, uh, Aston and, and crew there get targets for him. So Wyatt Smith, number five, senior quarterback, defensive back. He's uh, almost six foot tall, about 190 pounds. Look for him to be a, a leader out there this season. Yeah, Wyatt Smith, I kind of thought you would have gone that direction. We talked a lot about Wyatt Smith last year. He had an excellent first year in the Bearcat on the Bearcat varsity team. Played good quarterback. I think he's going to have a little bit more on his plate this year when you lose a guy like Aiden Cox, man. Yeah, obviously that makes your life tougher because there's not not a whole, not a whole lot of guys out there like him. But they're going to have to figure out a way to do it this year. But he has the arm to do it. I see he's out, been working all summer, going to camps, getting noticed out there. So excited to see him play this year. Um, obviously, the quarterback always gets you know the first look on who's probably a player to watch. Nordy, I know, being a lineman himself, he's probably going to go a different direction. 
Nordy, who's your player to watch? Yeah, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth, Ryan. I was going to go lineman. I, you know, I always feel like there's never love, enough love for those big guys in the trenches there. So my player to watch this week is that monstrosity of a man in Ryan Riney. He's returned to senior year. He's going to be playing a big role in those trenches. I feel bad for whoever's got to line up against that mean machine. He's weighing in at a whopping 282 pounds, 6'4", just big old boy. Uh, you know, they better watch out. You know, there's there's going to be a lot of syrup on that sidelines for all these pancakes this kid's going to be dishing out. Uh, he's starting out at right tackle on this O-line. Uh, talked to him earlier today. He said he's going to be playing a lot of multiple roles along the defensive line of the new front they're carrying. Uh, he, he seems pretty excited about it. He only has one sack on his career, but, you know, I see a lot more coming his way. I'm excited for what he's going to do for his senior year. Yeah, so when you mentioned sacks and only one, that does kind of surprise me because I remember between him and uh, Gavin Wheeler, it seemed like the last two years there have been moments where they were both just harassing quarterbacks in the backfield. Maybe it was one of those instances where they were flush in the middle and Aiden Cox and some of those outside linebackers are cleaned up and getting a lot of those sacks, but they'd always been wreaking havoc. Yeah, I was kind of shocked to see that too. I got my stats from the media guide, so that's what they had. It was uh, I was shocked too. It's, uh, that's a big guy up front to stop. He's going to get in the backfield quite a bit this year. Yeah, so the one sack, like I said, I think it's a bit misleading, though, because there were a lot of games where he did hit. Between him and Gavin Wheeler, He did. they did control the line of scrimmage. And I know Gavin Wheeler's not with him this year, but from what I memory, they didn't actually play a lot together. They cycled in for each other. So it was generally only one of them on the field at a time, and opposing offensive lines had trouble blocking them. Uh, my player to watch this season is, and I'm going to get his name right all year, I'm not going to accidentally call him his brother's name a single time. Gage Anderson. Last year he made his first varsity appearance midway through the season at running back. And uh, John and I didn't really know what to expect. And they, we were told before the game, you don't bring a freshman up to ease him in. You don't bring a freshman up to sit him on the bench. You bring a freshman up, you're going to play him. And, man, there was a stretch of weeks where Gage Anderson was really just getting the, the, you know, the bulk of the carries. Um, Gage ended up last year with 96 carries. He had 412 yards, averaged 4.3 yards a carry. Gage, even though he was small, he had a, a really tough, hard-nosed, north and south, grinded-out running style. Um, that, you know, I love watching a good, tough runner there. But he was only a freshman. What I'd like to see is, is progression from him this year. And the progression I'm talking about is maybe turn some of these tough, grinding runs into some more explosive plays. That's going to be a big help to this offense in this passing game for guys like Aston Kirby and, and Crew Chandler out there playing wide receiver, getting them a little bit of space to make some things happen. If we have a running back who maybe we can expand on that 4.3 yards per carry um, and get some explosive runs. I'm not trying to put uh, this level of expectation on, but I remember watching Jarman Johnson's sophomore year on varsity. Um, he wasn't the ex you know the big play waiting to happen that he turned into be his junior and senior year. But there were kind of those flashes in the pan that you'd see every now and then. He'd get the ball and he would explode for a big play, and you'd just kind of be like, "Wow, you know that was that was big." Um, that's what I'd like to see from Gage this year: is still keep that tough, hard nosed north and south running style, but maybe use the added strength, the added speed that he's building in this in this strength, uh, the strength and conditioning program, and maybe turn some of these smaller runs into more explosive scoring plays, and if we can get that out of him, I think this offense has a chance to really make some noise. Yeah, I like Gage's motor, Ryan. He seems to go 100% every carry. 
Absolutely. Like I said, hard north and south style runner, which I'm not surprised at all about. Um, you know, but hopefully this year, like I said, we can turn a little bit of some of those more hard nose runs into more explosive runs and uh, really help this offense get moving in a couple different ways. But now that we've talked about the players to watch for the upcoming Bearcat seasons, let's get into uh, why we're all here. Football season starts Friday night on the road at Kalisburg. So I'm going to tell you a little bit on we know about Kalisburg. And, uh, and we'll get into trying to preview the game a little bit. So, Callisburg, they're the Wildcats. They're in Division 6, 3A. Division 2, they are in the district with like schools like Holiday, Henrietta, Wichita Falls, City View, uh, SNS, and Valley View. They are predicted to finish second in that district behind Holiday, who was last year's district winner. Um, Dave Campbell actually has their quarterback predicted as the uh, the district's offensive MVP quarterback, Colton Montgomery. Kind of a dual threat guy, 1,100 passing yards, almost 1,000 rushing yards last year. Um, that's who they've got as the preseason offensive MVP, so I imagine he's probably going to be their number one weapon. They pair him up with a receiver. Uh, named Colton as well. I forgot his last name, but those two look to be the uh, the two Coltons look to be the uh, main threats for the Wildcats. Well, first off, they're coached by head coach Eddie Gill. In twenty twenty one, they went nine and two. Um, now I will I checked their schedule out today. I'm not necessarily an expert on that region over there, but from what I saw, their their schedule did look a little soft. And they went 9-1 and one in the regular season and got bounced in the first round of the playoffs, which was an upset loss, which, you know, we're no stranger to. We know what happened to us last year. But, uh, yeah, I felt like the schedule was kind of soft. But they do have seven starters returning on offense and eight starters returning on defense. So, schedule soft or not, they won nine games last year, and they're returning a lot of starters on both sides of the ball. So I'm sure they're going to present a young Bearcat team with a lot of challenges. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. It's going to be a tough game for us, uh, especially looking up some of the stats from last year's defense and seeing that they're returning to nine starters. Uh, looks looks like that's going to be pretty tough. I, I was actually shocked when looking at the media guys. Paul points 19-3-2 against them. I've always felt like Callisburg was a pretty tough, hard-nosed team. A lot of a lot of those Texoma teams, Foxboro, Whitesboro, Calisburg, they, they give us some fits. Uh, my senior year, we uh, we played them second to last game of the regular season. It was a tough battle. They had a, they had a good good passing team. Uh, we ended up beating them out eighteen thirteen. But that was that was a tough tough senior night game. I, I remember. Uh, so this one, I, th- I think we're I think I've seen something to where we're um, we're favored to lose by uh, fourteen points. So. It's going to be a tough tough battle for the Bearcats, I think. Yeah, speaking on, on that 18-13 game, I do remember that as well just being so, like, much tougher than we expected. They didn't necessarily overwhelm you with talent, but they would not go away. Same thing happened my senior year. We actually played, I believe that's probably the last time the Bearcats have played in Kalisburg uh, back in 2009, and it was a mud bowl, which hasn't rained in a few days, so hopefully we can avoid that, but it was an absolute mess on the field that night. And uh, we put up some points pretty quick, but that second half turned into just, 
an absolute slugfest. They would not go away, and that was uh, our second closest margin of victory that entire year. We only we beat them thirty to twenty, and we actually got blessed with a defensive touchdown and a punt return. It was a wild game. Those are that was a tough team over there in Casper. So that's kind of I'm expecting the same thing. John, you know what? Are, what do you know about them? What are your opinion on opinion on all that? Well, Ron, I'm 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 kind of hoping for for a uh, mud bowl, not. Uh, not really from our broadcast standpoint. Hopefully, we're uh, in some air conditioning and, and uh, in some nice uh, concession stand food. But um, I think that the, the running back that you mentioned is Colton Simpson, number seven, and he was the district champion in the in the hundred. I think he qualified for the hundred and the two hundred state. Um, so he's a heck of a running back. So maybe uh, you know, muddy a muddy track could uh, slow him down because I think he's. I heard Coach Marsh mention he's like 6'1", 195 pounds. That guy's a, he's, he's a hoss. So we're, we're going to have our hands full with uh, with both Colton's quarterback and, uh, and the running back. And uh, I'm with you guys. Uh, Seabird always always brings it. They're tough, hard-nosed uh, kids. Seems like every every season. They went 9-2 last year, only lost to Holiday in Dublin. Um, so they're used to winning in the, in the recent history. So... Um, you know, like uh, like Norty said, we were fourteen point dogs. Somebody already, sorry, somebody already put on Dave Campbell's that Highland uh, Point had lost twenty six to fourteen. Um, so we'll we'll see. Going to be a good one on Friday night. Well, let's hope so. And let's not start diving into the Dave Campbell's Texas football chat app. Just yet. It's a little early in the season for that. I know as the season progresses and we get closer to that Boyd matchup, goodness, that that thing gets wild, and I think it needs some moderators, man. It, it gets crazy in there. That's where you get Absolutely. your best info from. Yeah, it's almost like the PowerPoint idle chatter these days, right? I wonder if anybody's bringing a trailer to the game this weekend. <laughs> So, you know, one thing we couldn't move away from on the pregame show is old John's patented three keys to the game. So uh, let's get into those three keys to a Bearcat victory on Friday night. Yes, sir, Ryan. Uh, key number three for me is going to be the, the depth. Um, like, you, like you mentioned, pilot points returning uh, five starters on offense, five on defense. Calisburg's uh, a little bit deeper. They've got seven on offense and eight on defense if they're returning. Uh, pilot point was seven and four. Calisburg was nine and two. Both teams lost in, in by district. Uh, going over the rosters, both teams have 26 kids listed. So, same number of, of troops, but uh, a little bit more experience on the Calisburg side. So, look for that, uh, that second half, the fourth quarter to be, to be key. Um, as far as depth and if there's any injuries, who can step in and fill the role uh, behind the person in front of them. That's key number three. And key number two, I've got, uh, you know, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a, a quarterback battle between uh, Wyatt and Colton, Colton Montgomery, as you mentioned. So, uh, both quarterbacks are highly touted, got real good arms, uh, good leaders. So, uh, of course, uh, Wyatt's got Aston and Crew Chandler as uh, two big targets out there. I see those guys getting behind the secondary of Calisburg a few times. So if they can make some big plays, it's 
going to be huge at that, that uh, passing game. And then uh, key number one, you know, it's a, it's a new season, a new year, a new era, era with uh, the new head coach, uh, Kyle Peacock. So for that, I'm picking uh, my song of the week. It's going to be by Black Eyed Peas. It's a, a new year, and let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. In here, Chris Northman. And the bass goes running, 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 running. They keep saying running, running on this song. And the, the key thing is we're going to have to stop. Uh, oh, Bearcats are going to have to stop Colton Simpson, number seven, from running all over us because that that guy is uh, super fast. He's a really good athlete. He's uh, he's going to get downhill. He's going to get to the edge. He's going to be all over the place. And the uh, Bearcats got to wrap that guy up and don't let him run all over the place. Uh, but uh, hopefully we have a, a great start to the uh, Coach Kyle Peacock uh, era. I know the boys are going to be uh, amped up, want to get get the first victory for him. Uh, so hopefully they play loose and fast and uh, make all the plays and come out victorious on Friday night. That's all I got, Ryan. Well, it was a pleasure doing the show with you guys this week. Excited for Friday night as the Bearcats are on the road taking on Callisburg. And just to touch base on this, since it's been a year since we've done any broadcast, um, from the broadcast standpoint, we never know the situation we're going to be, especially if we've never been there before. We haven't broadcast from Callisburg before. We have been anywhere from on the roof of buildings to sharing rooms with play-by-play or PA announcers. We've had to be in the top row of visiting stands. We've been everywhere, so we don't know where we're going to be stationed in Callisburg on Friday night. And as y'all know, some of these little towns out in the middle of nowhere, uh, cell phone signal's not the best, so our hotspots don't always work. This year we've partnered up with old Elon Musk with Starlink to try to get us some better service out there in the middle of nowhere. Um, so we're going to do our best Friday night to bring you guys the best show that we can. So for those of you that are going to make the trip, we'll see you there. For those of you that don't, please uh, be active on the uh, Sunset Pools subscriber chat on YouTube. We look forward to seeing you there shouting out people and uh, just bringing you a good football game. So we'll see you all Friday night. Go Bearcats. Go Bearcats.